to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. All right. Well, welcome back to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I'm John Solano. Alongside me is Andy Mattioli. Yep. Um, I can't even speak now because Roma decided <laughs> uh, mid-season drama was necessary for the very first match. Uh, of Geez, Andy, initial thoughts. Uh, I think that was that was a classic game away against a Mazzari team. Like that was, I think that that uh, that is a, that was a very tough match for an opener, kind of like uh, last year against Atlanta. Uh, same this year. Uh, I don't know. It was it was it was kind of kind of scary. But at the same time, very satisfying to see them pull away at the end. Oh, it feels great for the three points. Um, so many performances that were great. So many performances that were really, really, really poor. Uh, yeah, I mean, just my thoughts. Um, the first half was just okay. They had a stretch where they were good. The second half, they started out really, really poor. Very, very poor. Everybody seemed on their heels. And then they yeah, really there was no there was just no secu- sense of confidence in the team like even even to see a guy like Fazio uh, get schooled by Falke and Belotti just like that it was uh, I don't know kind of surprising I I agree I mean obviously we're going to be happy with the three points so we can just go down the list let's yep. let's just rate each player so uh, <laughs> let's start with Mr Olsen. Um Wow. A little little bit of everything with him today. Um, We had some spills. We had some good saves. And he was on both ends of the spectrum. On a scale of 1 to 10, I would give him maybe a a 5.5. Yeah, 5.5. Because of that crucial mistake that led to that goal that was eventually disallowed. That was was big time. Big time error. Yeah, and then to within a minute or two of the second half, he spills a very easy catch that led to a corner kick. So, yeah, I didn't think he was bad um, afterwards, but yeah, his opening. I don't think he has this. He 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 does not seem to be able to stop the ball. Like he can just parry it out. He does not seem to be able to stop the ball, you know, like Alisson did with confidence right, and come right. out. He seems very, but, you know, this was his first game, but he just seems just okay, as we thought he is. Um, just let's hope this doesn't repeat itself over and over because it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, if you, I mean, I, I just think about a performance like that in the Champions League, and holy shit. They, I mean, Roma, uh, they'd get pumped for three or four goals. I mean, come on, John. We, we 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 saw Roma get destroyed 7-1, to 6-1, to one, you know. I, so, I don't know. It's... I, I've what seen worse. Though? I, mean, I know, I know, I know. And it's it feels kind of weird to, for the first time since Alisson is not there, to actually have this thought, oh my God, what if we get scored on? Because with Alisson, you had this sense of, ah, you know, he's going he's gonna to probably stop like 70% of the balls that are coming in. Uh, it's going to be all right. And... Here you don't know you you just you're not sure what he's made of. Um, 
I don't know. I I felt vulnerable during this game. Yeah, I, and I mean, even if you think about it, maybe Chesney in his opening season was sort of that way, but he came on much, uh, much towards the latter stages of the season. He was much better in his first season with Roma. Uh, obviously, he was world class in the second. So, yeah, f- five and a half for Olsen. Um, my favorite player, Florenzi, Mr. Hot yeah. and cold. I, I didn't think he was bad. I didn't think he was good. I, Probably I, the only one who, in the first, no, in the yeah, well, he made the with Manolas the least number of mistakes. Mistakes, I right? I, I'd give him a six. Yeah, yeah, and pretty invisible. Some good right, crosses. Right. Some good, but uh, he's in his fourth or fifth season now, and he still can't deliver consistent crosses into the area, which for me is yeah, I don't, frustrating. And, and again, I don't think I don't. everybody is saying, ah, put him on the wing. I don't think anybody really sees him on the wing, uh, especially Di Francesco, I, because he doesn't have that quality going forward. He doesn't. Yeah, he's individually. He's not good enough there. He's right. Just, individually, he can't score a goal on his own. Um, no. And even assisting is not is just I don't know he's just like this body that just keeps moving. I think you you could use him kind of like uh, like a Cristante, you know, um, just go forward as a mezzala, and that's it. I, that, that, I think that would be the best position for him. I agree, Manolas of the defenders. I would say he was probably the best. The best, um, yeah. yeah. Obviously, the biggest issue was Fazio, who we'll get to next, was so poor. Maybe it made Manolas look better than what he was. I'd give him a six and a half. Yeah. Just because he was very steady throughout the match. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. Same here. I think uh, he was just rock solid. Um, and he was always tight on Bellotti and always, you know, he's the, I think he's really good at man marking. And Fazio today, Compared to Manolas, yeah, let's get to him know. now. Terrible, terrible. I think it's like a like a three. It's yeah, three. Yeah, I was gonna give imagine him a four. imagine ima- imagine the comments that a guy like Juan Jesus would receive after this sort of game, uh, because this is one of those games for Fazio where he looked exactly like Juan Jesus at his worst. So um, he he was really really poor uh, just because, the because, entire match. Yeah, because because his main duty is to um to kind of put the ball forward and you know he's the he's the one with the better quality than Manolas on the ball and he just wasn't there today he i mean he lost that ball really dangerously and that, that w- which led to a save from Olsen mm-hmm. um it just it, he didn't look like Fazio he seemed like a guy who just came from vacation very, very poor. Uh, Kolodov, for me, was sort of like Florenzi. He wasn't great. Yeah. He wasn't bad. I'd give him maybe a, a six just because yeah. he didn't do anything notable. Now, the midfield is interesting because I thought Pastore was really, really poor today. Yeah. Well, everybody thought that way um, because he didn't do anything right. But I would, I would still save the criticism for later because oh i agree he needs a, it's a different role for him yeah uh, he needs completely. to grow into it and complete you know and complete i mean this is mazzari team you know this is like the the grittiest a team football team can get you know so right. 
you could see it. I mean, he was he was fighting in the middle of the pitch with like Silvestri and and I think uh, Itzo came from the back, and you could see he was just overwhelmed by this sudden physicality. You know, which is not surprising because he comes from a league where players are much lighter, the approach is less physical. This was, you know, you could see that he just wasn't comfortable. Um, right. That's okay for his first game, you know, away. I, I agree. Although I thought the decision by Di Francesco to put him on the wing was a little... Yeah, later on, yeah, I think it was for. I think it was just to 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 give time for Clivert to prepare himself. You know, just some additional time. I don't. He just. It was just like this decision. Placeholder. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, De Rossi, I. I don't know. <laughs> I have trouble with him um, yeah. just because people know my opinion on him. I don't think he was bad, but he gives the ball away way too much. And there's times where his marking is just so wrong. And he had that a couple of times today. So and his passing, his passing was off too, just like these small lateral passes. Right. Just the same thing we saw last year over. Yeah, over. I, I think once Nzonzi comes in, I think that will really, really help Pastore. Um but today yeah, I, I just think that Aussie was not terrible, but he was not sensational. He's another guy I would give maybe a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, no, 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 no. We no. I it's just I, 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 I can't. It's it, Strowman. It, I I don't even know what to say. I, first off, how <laughs> the hell did he last ninety minutes? Yeah, he yeah. played ninety minutes. I yeah. I I had a look again. I. Uh, not, he lasted the entire match somehow. I, I mean, he was. I mean, he was just. You could notice him only because of all the wrong things he was doing. He, ah, I. It's painful to see this guy play because you know how good he once was, and now he's just this useless player. And it's not. It's not mean spirited. It's just that he's useless. He doesn't do anything well enough, and. And I mean, when when Cristante came on, and they switched the position, you could see how much better Cristante is than everybody else. I agree. It's just I don't, I don't even know what Strootman does well. That's the thing. Like he doesn't tackle. He doesn't score. His positioning is not great because he's caught out so often. Um, he doesn't intercept the ball at a high rate. I just don't know what he does well, and he just seems like this sounds really harsh, but almost useless. I I, I don't know what he does well. Yeah, yeah, because because you know today I, I saw some people on Twitter asking themselves why he's called the washing machine, la lavatrice, and it's yeah. because once <laughs> upon a time he was great at retrieving balls and just right. like tackling and just he was like this big big presence in the midfield that just completely destroyed everyone else around him and now he's i don't know he has this big body he's put on some muscles and this doesn't do anything for him he's he doesn't have any passing abilities he's not good at defending he's not good at getting back he's slow i don't know i just get him out of the I, starting I lineup he cannot start anymore maybe he can 
play a, a role in matches against the likes of like Frozenone, Genoa, yeah. just the smaller sides. Um, yeah. He was poor today. I'd give him a five, five and a half. He was so... Yeah, so that's generous for me. That's generous. Yeah. Um, now the attack, uh, Under, another terrible, one. Terrible, very, terrible. Very, very poor. He looked in like the, Under from last year. And from the, the second, beginning of last year, in the second half, he couldn't put a foot right. He did. Yeah. I, I didn't see him complete a single pass until about 15 minutes uh, into yeah. the second half. He was very poor. Um, so was El Shadawi. El Shadawi was really, really poor as well. That's, but that's, I, I think that's the mistake the Francesco made. The main mistake is not put Clivert in the starting lineup because uh, Under didn't hadn't, hadn't played in like uh, three games. Um, I remember he got he got injured in the Tottenham game, and then he didn't play for the rest of the preseason. So right. why put him in the starting lineup just like that? You know, um, you could see he was completely out of it, and he looked very timid, just like he looked uh, last year at the beginning against those smaller sides. Here he looked the same, just couldn't get anything done properly, and also having the likes of El Sharawi as his partner there up front wasn't doing the best for him yeah they were both really poor uh, neither of them warranted even a six maybe a five and a half yeah. they were not helping Jekyll or providing service in any way shape or form I, it was and to me the El, El Sharawi that 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 uh, that play where he just selfishly shot the ball very annoying that yeah. was so it's the typical thing we see time and time again from him that prevents him from being this really special player he could be just making good decisions he i don't know he's just he gets really annoying at times and and he is annoying because you know he can be really good but that that play there, where he just completely ignored uh, Under when he was free on the on the flank, it just I don't I I don't get it. Yeah, I, I they were both very poor. Jacko, uh, goal scorer, the most steady performer of this team today, at least, and it seems like he almost always is. I'm still baffled by how people give him so much shit. Um, he holds the ball up so so well to allow Roma to get into the attack um yeah. the finish was world class i mean such a tight angle yeah and especially from the inside of the boot so right right yeah i would give him maybe a 7 maybe even an yeah. 8 i, yeah. I don't know he was, yeah 7 he because, well he didn't have enough chances to really uh make himself felt apart from that uh that some i think he got one shot off before or something but he was really like he was on his own up there um and as always he's really good when he doesn't have the support he can be very good because he uh gets back and then he controls the ball he holds it he sometimes he was the one be on the flank just like he would go for the ball when the ball was almost out of the pitch and he would keep it and two defenders would go at him and he would get fouled uh, that's what makes Jekyll that great of a striker. It's not even that he he can be very prolific. It's that he plays for the team. I I completely agree. And then if we go to the substitutions, I thought Cristante oh, was very great. very good. Ah, oh, that was so the 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 sight for sore eyes. What he provides versus Strootman is almost like day and night, really. 
it's yeah. he's all over the pitch. He can provide something in attack. He can pick out the right pass. He can recover the ball. To me, what we saw today, Di Francesco, it is now not even a question that Clyde. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah, yeah. You have to put them because, like, every in every situation in the second half later on where we would make some nice chances he cristante was always nearby right whereas where a strotman or pastore were nowhere to be found cristante was always there always in the six yard box always there to support the other guy uh, just moved really well was really quick which is something that we need with 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 the likes of strotman who cannot move um, so I, I give him like a, like a 6.5, 7. Yeah, same with me, same with me. And obviously, Clivert, for me, at least a 7, 7.5. I think, I think he class. is he might have been the, best the, the man of, yeah, the man of the match. Definitely. Yeah, I, I, I could completely agree with that. Um, I mean, that delivery that he made to Dzeko was world class. Yeah, but I, not only that. I mean, he is so good at dribbling the ball. Like, he just went by... All those defense, it's the same kind of action we saw against Barcelona, where he just completely blew past all like three guys. And just he, because he started that goal scoring uh, chance, he started in the middle of the pitch. He, he started in the middle of the pitch and then went to the right flank, passing by three defenders. Just great cross. Yeah, uh, and he's. He is such a more dynamic player than either of El Shadawi or Padotti. I think just in terms of ability right now, he's head and yeah, shoulders above yeah. them, and it's not because, even close. It's again because it's he he's so young and so unpredictable. As we talked like in the last podcast, he's he's so unpredictable. You just don't know what he's gonna do, and and you could see the whole Torino defense was just completely going berserk over him because he was everywhere he he made everything look special every touch he made it look special and th- he didn't waste any minute in the on the pitch um just great energy i i don't know what he was thinking di francesco not putting him in the starting lineup uh, i think with him in the starting lineup we would have won much more easily um I think that's that's all I have to say. Yeah, great, I, I think so, game. too. And the thing that I loved about him is, I don't know if anyone else notices, but he's so decisive. Like, Pedalti, when he goes into the area, like, you can just see the steam coming from his head because he yep. doesn't know what to do. He, he, he doesn't know if he should pass it, and usually he almost always passes the ball in the yep. area, and it drives all of us nuts. Whereas Cliver, he has an idea of what he wants to do before he even delivers the ball. I mean, he's so much better than than El Shadawi or Pedalti in my. Opinion. I mean, obviously, we have to again. You know, we have to buy. It's one game, yeah, right. but the qualities are all there. Like this is what we needed in this game and in such a game, and we just needed it. And you could see the starting lineup was not making it, and you could see what was missing, and that was, it. It was what it was missing. So. The Cristante energy and the Clivert uh, unpre- unpredictability was all that mattered to me in this game. This was their game. All right. So beyond beyond the players, Di Francesco, I don't think. I mean, he made the changes he had to have made. I would have yeah. preferred if he made them sooner, but much sooner. 
especially Schick. I think Schick and Cliver were. Yeah, I thought oh, we didn't rate Schick. I forgot about that. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, he had that opportunity where he could have taken it on the right, but he decided Definitely. to pass it. Uh, for me, you have to take that opportunity, especially Sedegu. He was terrible. He was spilling more uh, more shots than Olsen was. Yeah, but that's Sirigo. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Um, I think that it. I think Sheik, um just needs that a, a certain, a certain precise role, because he, like today, he came on and you couldn't see him at the beginning, and then he made that play where he passed it, and obviously it didn't work out, but you can just see that he needs a certain space in this team, and. Once he finds that special space, um, he's gonna be special. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why he, De Francesco, waited to put him like um, instead of, for example, Pastore or, or uh, again El Sharawi. Much sooner, it would have it would just, it would have helped the team much more. Yeah, I agree, and I think that's the biggest problem today was El Sharawi and Under were both just so so poor. I mean, neither of them really offered much of anything. No, and it made the the need of Clivert and Sheik on the pitch that much more apparent. But again, this is just one match. We're clearly overreacting here and just giving an analysis on just one, on just a single ninety minutes. Yeah, definitely. I, um, but it, there is a lot of because we still can say that. This Roma today, it looked a lot like uh, Di Francesco's Roma from the previous season, meaning um, not not pretty to look at, but uh, at, you know at times determined and uh, by these special plays by special players like Jeko. Um So hopefully, you know, I mean, let's let's hope we don't see the same Pastore again. <laughs> because I think the, the the game was determined by by those mistakes, by the mistakes of Pastore and by the mistakes of Strotman, which made the same mistakes as last year's midfield, meaning very little creativity, and they got so easily dispossessed. Just you know, let's. I mean, it was a good game because we won it, but it it showed some flaws and some. You know some good qualities that um, I think you know. Yeah, and as far as Pastore goes, I'm willing to give him some time because clearly this is a new role for him. He, he's not used to playing as a mezzala. He even said himself that it's a different role. I have to run a lot, which is fine. I just wonder with the options that are on the bench, like Schick, if maybe yeah, you're exactly. able to play him in a more advanced role and make yeah. him feel more comfortable. And she clearly is more comfortable playing in a two-striker system, in my opinion. Definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, that's that's why that's what I'm thinking about a lot of time, um, especially today when I was watching the game. How do you fit a guy like Clivert, who's shown some really brilliant skills, Pastore, who can be a key player, uh, and adding and Schick in the same formation like those are the players I want to watch play together but I know it was it is going to be very difficult um because they're just so different and Di Francesco has all these ideas and just it always seems that whenever he puts one on he has to take off the the other one so um 
Yeah. yeah, but it gives him the tactical flexibility, which I like. You know, last season we, you know, Roma didn't have this at all. It was we had to play one way because we have no midfield, we have no creative outlets. So let's just kick it to the attack and see what happens. Sure, and I hope I hope Strotman is is feel, feeling the pressure from Cristante, and um, and same goes for Al Sharawi. I hope they really feel worried about their role because of these new players that have shown uh, much more willingness and then just much more quality and, and just we're so much better than them. I really hope they start to think, oh, okay, maybe I should, you know, put uh, put more effort into my game. Uh, maybe I should run more. Maybe I should be wiser with my decisions. Um because if if they don't do that, they're gonna lose their starting spots and most likely like the roster space they have. So yeah, I agree. They both should certainly be worried. Um, I think we covered all of it. A final verdict, the final word, Andy. What do you think? Are you happy? Uh, I mean, obviously the three points were happy, yeah, but yeah, typical Roma game. Um, probably like a, a six, a six for the for the for the win. But other than that, um, individual. Good, very good individual uh, plays uh, in the second half. Um, let's hope Olsen, you know, gets more confident. Uh, let's hope Fazio doesn't look like uh, the worst defender on earth, um, which I'm sure he won't. So it's a six for me. Yeah, I'm right there too, right around a six. You know, there's a lot to take away from it, but again, you don't want to overreact after only one match, but... Yeah, uh, certainly more could be improved upon, but I think it's you you know this is Roma. It's going to be painful, but I think it's going to be it's going to be exciting. This game was really painful to watch, but at the same time was exciting. Had that Roma kind of edge to it. It always does. It always does. (laughs) All right, well that's going to wrap it up for us here until the next match, where hopefully we have a little less drama and it's easier on our hearts. Uh, Until next time, everybody. Ciao. Thanks, Joe.